You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You've got BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network, weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time Live. Uh, you can listen via the Radio.com app. You can watch us live on our YouTube page, Radio.com Sports YouTube page, or just subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, or the podcatcher of your choice. Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker here, and we continue to talk about the NBA. Oh, because what a card we have this evening with 11 games. Michael Gallagher joins us. He's on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher, senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run. And Michael, I know it was only two games. At least we uh, got to see Luca play a little bit. Any takeaways from those contests last night or just a- any thoughts on the teams we saw in action uh, moving forward for the second half. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, the Mavs are kind of rolling right now. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. the break throws a kind of a, a wrench in how you kind of take away stuff from it. And just generally, I mean, these first games, just a kind of a big theme, it's going to be tough to bet tonight because uh, you kind of know, don't know what team you're going to get. But with the Mavericks, they're 10-2 in their, in their last 12 games. Their starting lineup has been awesome. Uh, 142 offensive rating and they were when they were struggling. They were really missing Maxi Kleba, so I think getting him back and Porzingis playing a lot better. Rick Carlisle talked a lot about how Porzingis is playing better defensively and he's being able to do more than just shoot it. Uh, and obviously Luca is Luca, and they're still playing pretty well with Luca off the bench. You see, usually these high impactful guys like Luca when they come off, they get uh, trashed, but they've been kind of about even uh, in that time. So yeah, I mean Dallas, they're you know they're going to win their division uh, with, with the teams in there, so they'll definitely begin the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, they could definitely make some noise. We saw um, they, they've got the firepower, and I think just adding Kleba and get, making their defense at least somewhat decent uh, could help them, you know, probably not take it all the way, but maybe get into the second round or maybe third if they get real hot. Michael, always curious to get your opinion on the MVP race right now. Um, obviously, you guys mentioned only two games last night, but coming out of the All-Star break, how would you sort of handicap the NBA MVP race? Yeah, I was surprised to see uh, Embiid uh, looking at the market now uh, at, as kind of a heavy favorite at plus 175. I just don't know if Embiid's going to play enough games. Uh, obviously, he's out for a non-injury right now. Uh, he's only going to miss one game uh, for, the, for the protocols. But I, I just don't think he's going to play enough. Uh, so I'm always a little bit bashful on counting on Embiid there. Uh, I think Jokic is the best value right now uh, at 350. Obviously, Denver, we know they're not going to win the division. We know they're not going to be a top-four seed, but uh, he's just so good. Uh, and, and his stat lines are just night after night. They're insane. He doesn't miss games. So uh, I've always kind of leaned Jokic ever since we saw the first few games when he's making such a huge impact. 
so that's kind of my my most attractive number that I've seen right now. Mike, I think I feel like we need to uh, to stop after we talk about every injury situation that is going on this evening because you can't just rifle through all of them. Uh, let's start with Philadelphia and Chicago with uh, the two big stars. They did not participate in the festivities over the weekend, and they're both at least going to miss one game. Uh, we know that about Embiid. And we have the Bulls as three-point favorites over Philadelphia. Is this is this me a game you're just going to step away from because you don't know what you're going to see out of the Sixers, or how how are you handling this? Yeah, I mean the Sixers missing those two guys—that's tough. Um, the last time they missed them both was January 9th, and they were starting Dakota Mathias. Uh, they didn't have like Matisse Thybulle. They didn't have Shake Milton. They have a much better team right now than that other game when they didn't have them both. So. We're going to see – I think the Sixers could definitely handle it. Um, they really – the last time um, – the first time Ben was out during this run, they experimented with Tobias Harris at point guard. So I think that was something that Doc Rivers knows he's going to have to use. So I think the Sixers will, will be able to manage. Um, so I think I'm a little bit ahead of the field on how they're going to fare. Uh, I think Seth Curry, obviously, he's going to be really important today. And they kind of have depth where they need it. Uh, so I, I think they're still going to be all right. Um, on the flip side of that, too, the Bulls, uh, they're getting some guys back. And Laurie Markkinen, uh, he's probable, and also Otter Porter Jr. Uh, from that back injury that shut him down for multiple weeks. So they're getting uh, a lot of depth in a spot where they have, they've fared pretty well. Garrett Temple has been just a, a great value at his, I think, $4.8 million contract. He's been um, just stepping in. And, you know, they haven't really missed Laurie Markkinen and those guys. So, They'll get Laurie at the five. That'll be big for them. They won't have to put so much on Wendell Carter Jr.'s plate and playing your Daniel Gaffords and Luke Cornets and all that. But, um, yeah, I think the Sixers will, will be all right tonight. What do you think about the Sixers for the rest of the year, Michael, in, in particular how they fare against the Nets? Yeah, I was looking at the futures, and I was surprised. I thought they were one of the better. I still think the Nets are the, the team to beat in the East. But if I had to pick somebody who could derail them, I mean, it's got to be the Sixers. They're really the only team. I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about the Bucks, but I think the Sixers are, are equipped to beat a team like the Nets just because Embiid could just do so much damage to DeAndre Jordan and Claxton, Blake Griffin, whoever they're going to throw at him. And Ben Simmons is great defensively. So if he could limit, they'd probably put him on Harden, you know, limit him, put the bias and kind of keep KD under wraps. Um, that could be big. And then, I mean, Durant's going to miss time. Um, he's not doing five on five yet. Steve Nash basically said they want to ramp him up. So, you know, maybe the Sixers could get a little run. Uh, hopefully, you know, Ben only misses the one game. Uh, sounds like it's going to be two. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think the, the Sixers are, are a real threat. This is BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker, our guest, Michael Gallagher, senior NBA analyst, Establish the run, and uh, for one strange reason, Michael, I want to talk about the Houston Rockets, losers of 13 straight games. Now, they've obviously been terrible with Christian Wood out of the lineup. He's out once again tonight. But, man, I, I, as, as I've been fading the Rockets throughout much of this run, they're making me pause because when you make Sacramento a four-and-a-half-point favorite, I've got to think about going against the Rockets again. Kevin Porter Jr., uh, he is up from the G League, lit it up, scored in the mid-20s. He was a pick-and-roll ball handler. The Houston Beats are comparing him to a James Harden uh, style of offense because he's so uh, not as isolation-heavy, but they were really putting him in pick-and-roll in the G League. So getting him in there, uh, obviously still no Daniel House. Mentioned no Christian Wood. Eric Gordon, who's always hurt, uh, is questionable. 
so yeah, I, I think getting the the depth there and having all depot should be pretty fresh. Uh, having John Wall pretty fresh. So this is a team that needed the All Star break maybe more than anybody, or I mean, you probably say more than anybody losing thirteen games in a row. So yeah, I'm with you. I think that's really attractive. Um, Halliburton may not be 100 percent from that calf injury that he had coming into the break. Uh, you know, they've it's it's the Kings. So, so uh, yeah, I think I'm with you. I think the I think the Rockets could take it uh, despite not having Christian Wood and they'll have you know PJ Tucker rested. All those guys were so banged up and Stephen Silas. Uh, a guy is pretty upbeat. You get to see at the end of his press conference, he was just like, "Oh my God!" Give me, and he he said he just needs a, a better roster because all his guys were hurt. So, um, yeah, I think I think they're in a pretty good spot today. I'm with you. What what bets do you like uh, tonight, Michael? Uh, some of these other games that are on the docket. Joe was just talking last segment about how many of their game games are. I want to make sure we get your good stuff. So, give me a game or two that really jumps out to you. Yeah, I, I think I had Houston circled uh, for the same reasons we were just talking about. And then, like I said, kind of in the open, I would bet a lot today. Um, it's yeah. so tough uh, to feel good about, you know, what you're, what team you're going to get today. But I do think the Suns are going to be in a good spot. We know their defense, you know, defense travels, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, putting Mikkel Bridges on Dane, that could certainly limit him. They held Dame in check in previous instances. We know Dane is matchup-proof at times. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely – I think the Suns are a team that is attractive to me. And then other than that, I mean, the Pelicans are going to blow the doors off the Wolves. Uh, I don't know if, how I go about betting a big line like that. But, yeah. um, I mean, the Wolves, the Wolves are just the worst team in basketball right now, and their coach can't figure anything out. So, uh, I think they would cover. And other than that, yeah, I, I don't feel great about anything. Maybe the Magic um, getting eight points without Bam. Um, that's also kind of interesting that they're – Dan may sit out uh, in a back-to-back. He's going to sit today, but he may sit out more back-to-back based on what Eric Spolster was saying. So, yeah, don't go crazy tonight, guys. Well, yeah, let's follow up on that one. Orlando-Miami, they're going to they're gonna have these two matchups in a matter of four days. And as you said, Bam is out. Now, when Bam's not on the court, butler Olenek usage way up. Would you look at both mm-hmm. Butler and Olenek props or one of, or one of the guys? Yeah, definitely Olenek. He's going to have to play a ton. Um, Boots doesn't really draw a lot of fouls, so I wouldn't really worry about that too much. He's, you know, very much 10 feet out kind of a guy. Um, so I, I think he'll be all right. Definitely, you know, Jimmy's going to have to just carry the load tonight. Uh, maybe Tyler Hero could be sneaky valuable. But, um, yeah, definitely a Linux. A Linux definitely going to be a guy that is really going to have to benefit. I haven't looked at his pop lines or DF, I haven't dug into DFS yet, but uh, he's certainly a guy that you're going to have to consider today. I know, Michael, you talked about Durant and missing some time. I, I, I am just curious. How much of a difference does Blake Griffin make in your mind? Not huge. The question, like, you look at his, he has no dunks, right? That's kind of the, the cool stat. But, like, you look at his shot chart, and he's, like, under 20% at the rim. Like, he's not even trying to get to the basket. And, I mean, you know, he was one of the most explosive players, like, five, six years ago. Has Is it just his interest? Is it? You know, has his health deteriorated that much? Like, that's pretty a pretty stark change. So, I don't think – it certainly doesn't move the needle too much. I was kind of pro-Nets before this. I don't think it really changes. But it just gives them kind of depth while they wait for Durant to get healthy. So, I think that's a bigger thing. But, um, yeah, more playmaking. You know, the, the thing is, like, you don't want Blake taking shots away from three of the most in, the most efficient players I mean, in recent, I mean, not like Steph Curry and all that, but they're in the upper echelon of efficient players with their big three offensive guys. So 
you hope his usage rate stays low, you know, hit, hit the, the open shooters and all that good stuff. So uh, it's a nice pickup. Depth always helps in this pandemic season. So I think that's it's more about just depth than anything else. Uh, discussing the association with Michael Gallagher, established the run at Mike S. Gallagher on Twitter. So, again, Toronto missing everyone. <laughs> They're missing everyone. And the Hawks line is climbing. Uh, they are favorite. Earlier this morning, it was two. It's already three. It wouldn't surprise me if that continues uh, to rise. What's the better bet? Atlanta minus three or Norman Powell over 25 and a half? Yes, that, that's exactly right. Uh, man, Norm, Norm's flirting with uh, 50-40-90 right now. But that's pretty much the whole thing. Like, if you think that the Raptors have a shot, you're just playing Norm Powell and DFS and betting all of his over, Bob. Um, but, yeah, they're really thin. We know Nick Nurse can kind of uh, figure it out. They're going to probably uh, – DeAndre Bembry revenge game. Uh, he's going to be really valuable on, on stopping some of their Trey Young stuff and putting a bigger body on him. So, I think the Raptors can pull, up, pull it out. But it's going to be – you're going to need an A game from Norm and from Kyle Lowry and uh, maybe a Chris Boucher game as well who could be kind of sneaky um, in, in this matchup. So, Michael, I know that, you know, you work for Establish the Run. You care about your picks, your bets. Like, I get it. I've been in the business a long time. I get it. <laughs> but let's just say the conference finals are Jazz Lakers and Sixers Nets. Who would you like to see win? Like, is there, is there a team that you'll be rooting for, bets aside? I grew up a Nets fan, so throw that out there. Um, so I, and I don't know, but I, I do love the Sixers. I, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second. Michael, I, you grew up a Nets fan? Yeah. I've never, I've New, never heard anybody Jersey say that. Jersey Nets fan? I have never <laughs> yeah. heard anybody say that before. You grew up a New well, Jersey Nets fan? That That's is right, unbelievable. Proud, proud Jersey guy over here. But Drazen Petrovic. Drazen Petrovic was your guy, huh? Yes, Keith Van Horn, 44 all day. But uh, oh, Okay, so you like the yeah. Van Horn, Kittles, Jason Kidd deal. Kittles, yeah. Oh, yeah. But actually, I, I so I'm, I, as much as I love the Nets, I'm a bigger Sam Hinkie guy. So I would love to see the Sixers get a title and to tell everybody who said the process didn't work they can never say that mm. ever, ever, ever again. It's one of the worst takes uh, than when people say the process doesn't work. Um, and I like, I like the Jazz. I, I definitely, I'm, I always root for the underdog. So I love LeBron. LeBron's probably my favorite player ever. But uh, I, I love to see a, a team, new t- some new blood in there. So I'd probably pick Utah. If we're just looking for the fun factor and rooting factor, I'd probably pick Utah and Philly. There you go, Michael. Th- that is the correct <laughs> answer. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the, the NBA praying that does not happen. <laughs> oh, exactly. I, I'm an agent of chaos. I love, I love everything kind of up, up, upended. Uh, Michael, last thing for you, the late games. We've got Golden State at the Clippers, got the Suns and the Blazers. Which one are you looking forward to more? Well, James Weissman missed the test, so he could be up in the air today. Um, I, I think the Clippers are going to handle them. Uh, they have nobody on the injury report. They're pretty, pretty healthy. We saw, oh, God, <laughs> the back-to-back games they had. Kawhi held out. Paul George held out after tip. It just wrecked the DFS lineups. But um, you got to see they're healthy, and I think the, I think the Clippers are, are going to really handle them tonight. 
All right, good stuff. At Mike S. Gallagher, establish the run, covers the NBA over there. Thank you, Michael. Enjoy uh, all the games tonight. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks. Good stuff from Mike Gallagher there. I, I have also never heard someone utter the phrase that I grew up a Nets fan, but I, I do recall those blue uniforms. I, I, I like that Van Horn Kittles team that uh, you guys were referencing there. Yeah, I, I mean, that. they went to the NBA Finals two years in yeah. a row, didn't they? With yeah. Kittles, uh, Jason Kidd, and Van Horn. I mean, they were they had a good team. But seriously, like, I don't think I've ever heard someone say they grew up a Nets fan. Like, even if you live yeah. in North Jersey – you grow up a Knicks fan because your dad's a Knicks fan. Like, it's just very, very rare. Very. And, you know, you bring up Nets. Dylan Burns got to jump in. Oh, nobody's a Nets fan. The Knicks are so much more popular. Who cares? Nobody cares which team the, the newspapers are covering. It's not 1995, Dylan, anymore. All right, we'll do some college basketball next. Talk to a pro better, Anthony Ovalgon, for the first time. He's got a lot of plays that he likes. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.